Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Has the NFT market officially tanked? Well, if there are any doubts about it, a recent study may have ended the debate as it determined that the majority of NFTs are now worthless. What a roller coaster it's been. It was an explosive finding, so we wanted to have the author of the report on to chat with us. So in this week's episode of the podcast, we're joined by Vlad Hadigan. Vlad is a crypto and NFT specialist who's been active in the space since early 2013, and he recently wrote an explosive article for Dapp Gambler titled Dead NFTs, The Evolving Landscape of the NFT Market. The article has garnered a significant amount of attention, and Vlad is kind enough to join us to chat about it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks so much for listening. so much for coming on uh thanks so much for inviting me adam i'm great to be here absolutely well we're really happy to have you join us your article got a lot of attention and the results were really incredible so you first assessed in your article the current state of the nft market now i think most people who casually followed along with nfts and maybe even purchased some know that the market has softened but i don't think they realize just how stark things are at the moment so if you can tell us, how many NFTs did you actually analyze and what were some of the key findings about the NFT market at this time? Uh, so the great team at the Dev Gambler, uh, they provided all the insights uh, for me, for me to, able, to be able to write the article. Uh, and uh, the methodology they used was uh, to, to find NFTs from the top database on NFT scan. And they analyzed a total of 73,257 collections from that database. And one of the key findings, and as the article also points out, is that 95% have a market cap of zero, zero Ethereum. Or, uh, in simple terms, is six, uh, 69,795 NFTs have a total market cap of zero Ethereum. Um, from that, we also identified that 79% of all NFT collections that were analyzed have remained unsold. So uh, there is a big there is a big uh, difference between sell, selling NFTs and selling out NFTs as everyone in the industry portrays it. Um, and one of the most common floor prices that we've seen for uh, top NFTs is between five dollars and a uh, hundred dollars. Um, and this would bring us to uh, this brought us to a sort of conclusion that the NFT market is mainly speculative and hopeful in pricing strategies. Uh, so this these are some of the main takeaways from uh, what we discovered on uh, from our analysis. Yeah, it really is just remarkable how many NFTs exist and what large percentage of them have a market cap of zero, as you said, or essentially have no demand, or you could say are considered worthless or illiquid. But you didn't just look at all NFTs, you also, as a subsection, focused on the top NFTs, as you call them. These are the NFTs that are the most in demand, perhaps the most liquid, the most investment quality. So if we look at those, how are, how are their markets performing at the moment? And was there a noticeable difference between these top NFTs and the overall larger group of all NFTs? So when we looked at the top NFTs, we used data from uh, another, another source. It was from CoinMarketCap, actually. And we analyzed 8,850 NFT collections. 
And from this, eighteen uh, percent of these top collections have had a price floor price of zero, which is quite striking, obviously. Uh, and only less than one percent had a price tag of over six thousand. And I think maybe everyone that listens in has seen news about Justin Bieber bought an NFT for one point three million, and now it's worth barely fifty k. Um, so I think that gives an, a stark example of how how exactly the prices have fluctuated, even, even for big collections in that sense. Um, whereas 41% of the top NFTs, as I said before, they're priced between $5 and $100. And so as we digest and respond to all this information, has there been a consensus opinion that started to develop just about how we got to this moment today with NFTs where only a short time ago, they were so popular, they were in so much demand, and now they feel like an afterthought to many, and the numbers you just shared show just how dire the market is. Well, to start off with, I think uh, every, ever since NFTs appeared, people were starting to argue, hey, you paid this much amount for uh, an NFT, for, a, for basically a JPEG. So everybody, everybody at the same time was arguing, hey, you, I could just download this picture, why would I, ha- why would I have to buy it? But um, even with that, there is still a lot of stigma surrounding NFTs, uh, and that that's taking that hasn't left people's people's thoughts yet. And uh, NFTs have been a sort of a gold rush, simply because there was a big spike in activity, and you can even see it on on data from let's say the popular OpenSea, which had I think in June in uh, January of 2022, it had a Four billion transactions in January alone, which is the highest uh, any uh, marketplace ever recorded. Um, but I guess people have expected that. Even even people that have been in, in the industry for a while, for example, you've had in 2014 there was the Bitcoin rush. Everybody bought in. Then the Bitcoin went down. In 2017, it was the ICO rush. Again, everybody bought in. Then ICOs went, went down and altcoins as well. And even in twenty in twenty twenty two early twenty twenty one, it was the same with the DeFi. Uh, so people bought in, the price went down, and then everything died down. However, those two technologies are still um, are are still are still are still being used at the moment. Uh, so um, so the fact that they're less popular, so to say, now is uh, because they also I. I feel that they also go through the same micro, micro market cycle as Bitcoin and the rest of the uh, the rest of the market. Uh, and you can see we have seen some uh, similarities between the price of Bitcoin going down and the lack of activities activities for uh, for NFTs. Uh, so, simply put, uh, the NFT uh, the NFT market to a certain extent it is mirroring what's happening in the crypto market at the moment. One aspect of cryptocurrencies and NFTs that garnered a lot of critique was just the environmental impact of these NFTs. I know that's something you investigated in your report as well. Many of these NFTs, as you point out, are worth nothing or aren't even owned by anyone. Thinking about that, how negative has the environmental impact of the creation of NFTs been? In total, uh, the creation of these and then the amount of entities that we uh, that we looked over uh, or just analyzed is uh, 27 million kilowatts, which is quite striking. Um, and just to put it into perspective, I think uh, it would be the yearly emissions of 3,531 cars just driving nonstop. 
so the emissions would amount to uh, 16,000 metric tons of CO2. Uh, this is obviously a big, big number, but we also have to take into consideration that any other um, any other technology that's being used or anything that uses uh, the internet, so to say, uh, even financial transactions or anything is using a certain CO2. The issue with NFT was that everything happened at once and everything happened uh, on Ethereum, which at that time was a POW, so which is proof of work and it used a lot of energy, whereas now minting uh, NFT, for example, it requires less resources because Ethereum has changed the, its entire uh, consensus mechanism. So basically how those NFTs appear. And um, you are right. Uh, uh, a lot of dead NFTs have uh, are just there. We just just put a lot of CO two emission into the into the air. Um, but uh, things are changing uh, slowly, slowly. Uh, for example, if you go and mint an NFT or do an NFT now, the the emission uh, emissions are even even lower, even on Ethereum uh, and other chains such as let's say Solana or. Other PO, uh, POS, so proof of stake, are uh, seemingly less CO2 dependent. So if we try to look forward and try to understand what can the NFT market look like in the future, given the high percentage of NFTs that are worthless, that aren't owned by anyone, that aren't in demand, the environmental impact that you highlighted, what do you foresee for the future of NFTs? Is there a bright spot? Well, I think not a lot of people are going to jump headfirst anymore into NFTs like it was in the early days. Uh, I think people are going to be are more calculated about what they look for. Uh, just now, I think just a few days ago, I think Pokemon just released a collection which sold out. So, so there's still potential in NFTs, but rather than uh, what's happened in the past with the profile picture NFTs that have just taking this taking the industry by storm. We're gonna see more people focusing on NFTs that have real utility. Um, and even in the art world, even if you if you look at uh, uh, I think it was Art Blocks that started to pioneer uh, NFTs uh, to a certain extent. Uh, that's still valuable because it gives it gives artists a way to digitize their art have ownership of it, um, but also gives opportunities for younger or up and coming artists to just have to be able to monetize their work at the end of the day. So uh, the main idea is that uh, technology, the, the NFT technology is not going to go anywhere. Uh, it's going to become less CO2 dependent. Uh, it's going to become much cheaper to mint NFTs. Uh, I feel that a lot of, a lot of what has so the NFTs that are staying and have made a community around them, they're going to see, still be able to go into the next cycle and become something bigger. For example, uh, just a regular uh, profile picture NFT is uh, Pudgy Penguins, which currently I think they did a partnership with Walmart. So I think NFTs and what what developed from NFTs is slowly getting into Web2 and becoming normalized. Um, although we might not see a, a highly bullish NFT market in the coming years, there's still NFTs are still going to be there and they're still going to be used for multiple purposes. Uh, although the get fast uh, schemes are probably gonna gonna die out. And obviously they might be replaced with something else. but uh, for NFTs, 
uh, I think uh, it's just about keeping the momentum going and just having uh, making sure that technology is being implemented and then eventually used for mass adoption. Vlad, thank you so much again for coming onto the podcast and sharing your incredible perspective on the NFT market, as well as highlighting some of the key findings from your really explosive article, Dead NFTs, The Evolving Landscape of the NFT Market. If our listeners want to check out the article, if they haven't already, where can they find it? And also, where can we follow you on social? Yeah, you can follow me on social media, on uh, Twitter. You can follow me on Hatsi uh, You can also check out the, the website, Deb Gambler. Uh, on uh, the article and find also the resources where uh, where you can find more information about uh, about NFTs and you can also uh, scan through the website to see more information about NFTs and crypto in general. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Perfect. Thanks again, Vlad. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Adam.